Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our 9 to 5. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Today we broadcast from Bartlett, Illinois, at the headquarters of CamCraft Incorporated and Matrix Design. We're on location, and I can't wait for you to hear this story. But before Martha and I get to the story of the day, highlighting these two businesses and their president, Martha, tell people how they should be contacting, or connecting with us and contacting us. Well, you know, um, we try to have everything available on our website. We understand that people might be driving when they're listening to the show or if they're catching a podcast, they're doing it. Maybe they're running or um, out and about. And so um, everything is on our website, Jim. So I work the number four him.com is a great way for people to connect. And there they can find our LinkedIn um, connections, our Facebook, our Instagram. Um, hopefully in the near future, maybe even start using our YouTube channel that we have. But um, stay connected there. And they can, we have a contact page. People can reach out to us there and write us a little message. Or they can call our listener line at 866-713-9675. 866-713-WORK. And that is a phone number that they can leave up to a minute message for us so we can hear their voice, which we love being able to um, connect with people that way. Well, what we also love about the uh, I Work For Him listener line is that you can tell us, maybe you've heard somebody's story that you want us to highlight an I Work For Him, and that's how we ended up in Bartlett, Illinois today, mm-hmm. talking with Pat Birchie. It was somebody in Dallas that we interviewed while well, our good friend Bill Peel from Laterno Center for Faith and Work. He goes, Jim, next time you're up in Chicago area, you got to sit face to face with Pat Birchie. And so we're in Chicago, Illinois area today. This is we're yeah. way far away. There's farmland around us. We're not really in Chicago. We're <laughs> in one of the suburbs, but we're just so excited to be here today. So this morning we find ourselves in this once sleepy little town of Bartlett, Illinois, 25 years ago when Martha and I were here because my folks lived here. This was a sleepy little town. Not so much anymore. You see, a man in Dallas, Bill Peel, told me a year ago about another man whose reputation precedes him in the manufacturing and engineering design business as he lives out his faith in his work. Today, we're on location at Matrix Design, Camcraft Incorporated, two businesses run by a team of people trying to live out their faith in their work as they engineer and manufacture things on a daily basis. Pat Birchie, president of all of those organizations, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm just grateful to be here and grateful that, you know, we talked a year ago as I looked at my notes and I said, okay, well, someday when we're up there, we'll figure, we'll figure this out and never always expect it to happen. Let's just, we always do this with every interview, Pat. We always start with the basics. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Well, I grew up in a house that, household that was uh, really non-religious until I was about third grade, I think. My interesting story, a neighbor invited my mom to attend a Bible study. And from that, we started to attend a uh, Baptist church in Schaumburg. And uh, my dad was kind of the last one to, to follow along with us. Mom would drag the five of us uh, mm-hmm. to, to church. And uh, through the Iwana programs and the uh, Sunday school classes there, it really felt like God got a hold of my heart at that time. Obviously, as you grow older, you recognize the fact of Christ becoming my Lord more likely in high school as a, in, in a 
in, at Wheaton Academy. Um, but really, it was that young, young age when I was in third grade that really had an impact on our entire family. My dad, I think it was a year later uh, mm. that he gave his life to Christ as well. Changed our whole family dynamic. It was really, really a, a neat thing. Well, and what's it's fun is that, was it a neighbor that invited your mom to the Bible study? Yes. And that's an important story for us to highlight. We've got such an impact on our neighbors. We spend so much time. And in today's world, a lot of times people don't even know their neighbors in front, back, and both sides. But through an invitation, a simple invitation to a Bible study, your mom was willing to go. And then the kids got involved in Awana programs. I mean, you heard the truth of the gospel. Mm-hmm. You heard the Bible, and it impacted your life. Mm-hmm. Did you run your own kids through the Awana programs when they got older? We did for, for a good, good number of years, yeah. Mm-hmm. And make an impact on them as well? It did. It did. And the Christian school that they were part of made a big mm-hmm. difference in their lives. And I'm happy to say that all of them are walking with the Lord today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a, awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So talk about these two companies that were sitting within your huge manufacturing plant. You got Matrix Design, you got Camcraft Incorporated. What kind of companies do you run? Okay, so I should clarify one thing. It's okay. actually my older brother, Mike, that's the president of Camcraft on that, on that side of yeah, things. We don't want to get you in trouble with your would, big brother. Uh, he would prefer that I share that today. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so Camcraft, my father started working there in 74, and uh, was able to buy the business in 86. And since that time, uh, I think my brother took over probably 10 or 12 years ago as the president of Camcraft. Um, we were fortunate to be able to purchase Matrix five years ago uh, as a robotic integrator doing industrial automation. And uh, that's the, the market that we're in. We're helping manufacturing companies be competitive, reshore product back to the United States and be able to uh, uh, give good jobs to people. Uh, and automation often gets criticized because it's replacing jobs. We don't see a lot of that. What we see are people's jobs being elevated as a result of learning new technologies and being able to be more productive. And, the, and when, the, when they're more productive, the company's more productive, more profitable, able to continue to invest back in the business and potentially bring work back home. And, and we're excited to be a part of that. Okay, explain that because you just said something that I don't even understand. How, by replacing somebody's job with a robot to do their, how does that elevate their position? Well, let me give you an example from Camcraft in that you're competing on a worldwide basis. Sure. So a company like Cummins or Caterpillar is going to look all, all over the world to get product. And when Camcraft is quoting on something, they need to make sure that their cost is as low as possible. So they will design a process, including some kind of automation, to make sure that the product would be uh, uh, produced at the, the right volume, uh, the right quality. Maybe there's some inspection the robot could do besides just attending a machine. Uh, various things like that. And what, what I've seen experienced as I was running the, the plant for about 15 years is when you bring in robotics, an operator was running one machine, putting in a part all day long uh, and just doing a quality check on it. Now they could run one machine, two machine, three machine, four machines at the same time. And they're not having to do the manual labor. They're watching the process. They're monitoring the quality and they're learning a new facet of the robotics of how to move things around and how to make things happen. And that's, that's really, I've talked to a number of guys that say, wow, this is really cool. You know, I'm not just a machine operator anymore. I'm really a cell operator. I'm running this whole system. And there's a lot of fulfillment Mm. in that. You told us off the air as we're getting prepared today, Pat Birchie from Matrix Design, you said the story of how you guys got here 
was pretty incredible. And I know that your story starts at Letourneau University, that, uh, that you ended up choosing Letourneau to be the place where you went to college. Talk to us about that experience and why you chose Letourneau. Not that Bill Peel did not call me and say, Jim, make sure I get a plug. <laughs> that, that, is not, that is not what he did. But I do know that it's an, I mean, R.G. Letourneau was an incredible, he was a manufacturing guy. He was a design guy. He was. And his book, uh, Mover of Men and Mountains, really influenced me in that God needed Christian businessmen. And I saw that in my father. It was clear in him that that God was using him in the workplace, especially when he had an opportunity in 86 to buy the business in that he had uh, uh, really been praying about how can this how can this happen? What was going on with the business at the time? And it was clear that God made it happen. He had four, five kids. I think three of us were in college at the time, took out a second mortgage to be able to buy the business, did a leverage buyout. And, uh, and God clearly made it evident, hey, I, I'm giving you this business to steward. He quickly got connected with Larry Burkett's book, Business mm-hmm. by the Book. Nice. Mm-hmm. Got into a CBMC forum group. Excellent. And really started you know, surrounding himself with other believers to really flesh this out. What does that mean, to, to run your business according to biblical principles? And that had a huge influence on my life and, and uh, talking to me about what that looked like. I have a brother that was clearly going into the ministry and, you, you know, you're wrestling through that. Should I go in the ministry or should I not? Should I go into business? Well, RG's uh, story about uh, taking your faith into the workplace and Campcraft at the time, in the first early years, it wasn't evident that, that Byrne was a believer and we're doing all these things. It, that, that happened over time. Uh, but for me, going to Letourneau, it was an easy choice because it was the only accredited engineering program at the, at the time in the, in the CCCU. And get, I don't know what CCCU is. The Co- Council for Christian Colleges and Universities. Yes. We just had that conversation that, about that because we didn't, there's like 120 universities so. left in the CC or that are a part of the CCCU. So. Oh, that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we just a, had that conversation. you get like a Bible minor as part of your engineering well, it's accredited. Degree. No, it's just no. any university that's, that's claiming to be uh, for Christ and right. uh, have a biblical emphasis in what they're trying to do. So, yes. So you got Bible along with engineering. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Those are mm-hmm. good classes in chapel. And uh, so when I got down there, it was evident that this is where I needed to be. It was just a great place. Was had an opportunity to be a part of a fraternity called uh, Alpha Omega, which was fantastic. Christian men that were committed to being living out their faith. And uh, Laterno, I ended up switching my major from mechanical engineering to industrial engineering or <laughs> industrial management because that made a lot more sense for me. And uh, uh, finished there, graduated after four four years, and went on to work at a, at another company. That I'll tell you about uh, mm-hmm. in a little bit. But that was Letourneau is still today committed to being uh, a, a, a school that is honoring the Lord and blessing Him. We're talking to Pat Birchie. He's got this company called Matrix Design. I'd love for you to check it out online. MatrixDesignLLC.com. MatrixDesignLLC.com. Pat, you said your big brother Mike runs Camcraft. Talk about Camcraft. So you've got these two businesses, but they work very well together, right? We do. Yeah. Matrix provided Camcraft with about 20 different robots systems over the years before we purchased the company. Mm-hmm. And we've since have done another 10 or 12. So they were your vendor that you bought yep. out. Yep. Yeah. And they do high volume precision machining, do a lot of very precise uh, work, a lot of injector bodies uh, in the diesel engine, off-highway work, hydraulic componentry, things like that. A lot of, a lot of component parts. So your story at Letourneau, you, you got a degree. You didn't come right back and work for Dad? You went somewhere else first? It's one of those things that if you're going to work in the family business, you got to go get a number of years outside. Yeah. And with my brother, Mike, working at the business, and my bro- next brother, Dan, was working at the business, I figured I can go make my own career. 
actually recruited out of Letourneau to go work for a ping, uh, Carson Manufacturing, the golf club company. Nice. So John Solheim came out and uh, interviewed, and I was fortunate to be offered a position. was out there for about six, just under six years, uh, and it was a wonderful time. Another opportunity to, to witness a Christian family trying mm-hmm. to run a, a business in, in the secular workplace. And th- they did a great job. Just a wonderful family. And it was just great to be a part of that. Is Ping still run by Christ followers today? Yes, yes. Nice. Did not know that. I'm not, I'm not a big golfer. My dad's a huge golfer, so that's, that's good to know. I know they have great golf clubs, and they make, yeah, I mean, they make great golf clubs. All right. I don't want to get into that because the world I don't know. All right. So talk to us about you know, your work life. You're, you're, you've been running this company now. You've been running Matrix since 2013 when you guys bought it up. How how is your how have you seen God work in this business? How have you seen God alive in the details of your day to day here? Well, I think it starts with understanding that we're stewards of the business. That it's not just about um, conducting business in a normal manner to to you know make money and and so on and so forth. It's really bigger about the lives that we're affecting. We we talk about one of our our statements and our, our mission statement is uh, uh, developing great people. And what has really inspired me over the years is seeing people grow and develop. And in this technology, it's interesting because it really appeals to younger people today to be able to work with a- any kind of software or robotics and things like that. So we really haven't had a big challenge to get people into the business. But when you get them in here, it's an opportunity to, to just live life with them and to share share in whatever fashion that may be, whatever you're called called to do. So we've tried to do a lot of things in terms of uh, uh, of the business to make sure people understand that why what's our purpose to glorify God and what we're trying to uh, accomplish. So how, I mean, Martha, anytime you want to jump in here. No, I, you know, you guys are having a great conversation, but that's okay. Um, so is, as a result of that, you know, we come in and we're taught, we, our show is called I Work For Him. And how does just thinking about it in terms of I work for him, how does that resonate with you and what you do on a daily basis? Well, I think when you realize that the business is to glorify God ultimately, you know, I've got a, I, we're going through, I've got a kingdom purpose team that's going through a new document here that uh, Bill Peel actually put out and identified six areas where he's talking about where we can have influence from the cultural, the relational standpoint, evangelistic, economic, social, and ethical. Mm-hmm. And our team has been going through all of that. Okay, what does it mean to be relational within the the opportunity to glorify God in the business? What are those opportunities where people can flourish, use their unique abilities, and how can we how can we help them? So as we're working our way through all these things of looking at what does that look like at, at Matrix and how do we customize those? So for example, we brought in a, a chaplain uh, about a year and a half ago, not knowing what was going on. Recently had a, a, a gentleman going through uh, leukemia. Mm. And at the time, he, he just told me last week, he said, you know, Pat, when you hired him, I thought, what, what are you, nuts? You're wasting your money. Why would you hire a guy like mm-hmm. this? Well, Santiago has been visiting this gentleman every week in the hospital and just talking to him, sharing his faith and just loving on him through through this whole thing. And he's like, I, I, I don't know if I could have made it without that mm-hmm. kind of support and, and love and just encouraging people you know, that, hey, we are, we're all human beings. We're living life together. We really can affect the way that uh, uh, each other have a good outlook on life and what it's about. So let's step back. You said that you're going through this as a team, and I want to help people understand what that might look like because um, I'm a nuts and bolts person. I'm like, this sounds great, but how do you really get it done? What does that look like for you? Are you meeting with your, is it your 
upper management? How, how are you investing in some of these qualities into your people? So we've got a, a team of five of us. Uh, Yvette is on there, our director of uh, uh, IT, and she's going to be talking a little bit. But our HR manager, our, our director of continuous improvement and uh, purchasing slash uh, receptionist. The team, team we decided to put together, believers, love the Lord, want to see God at work at Matrix. And I, I knew we could get together and just talk about things. Mm-hmm. And as you said earlier, Jim, just praying for people by, by name. But I wanted to go deeper in that. Mm-hmm. And talking with Bill Peel, he had just written this mm-hmm. curriculum and said, Pat, would you please go through this? And I hope you go through this because I'd like to do a beta test. So that's what we're doing. Every, oh, you're the beta test. Every <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. All six areas have a section on it that uh, that we've started working through and and look forward to completing that. Neat. You, I just want to go back to something you said. You said you brought in a chaplain. Where'd you get the chaplain from? It's actually corporate. It is corporate chaplains. Of America. Well, corporate chaplains yes, of America yes. is fantastic. Yeah. But very, you know, we good. hear so many people say that same story where some an employee or somebody's like, "Oh, they're wasting their money. What are they doing, bringing in a chaplain?" And yet, then they end up seeing the fruit of it. And um, for a lot of people, we've talked to several, um, especially in manufacturing, just recently, where they were they're like, "What a great idea!" Because I, you as the boss, cannot can no longer touch everyone's life as much as you want to. Your heart might be in the right place, but you just don't have that bandwidth and what a great opportunity for that safe mm-hmm. un, you know mm-hmm. they're non-biased they're you know exactly. that's great. how many employees do you have total between camcraft and matrix design matrix has 78 and i believe camcraft's about 260 270 so you've got 350 employees mm-hmm. and santiago actually goes to both businesses <laughs> and, wow. and he is he full-time with you guys i mean because that there's a lot of people to be able to see no actually i think he he handles a couple of other businesses yeah. wow yeah. wow yeah. okay so corporate chaplains we love corporate chaplains you can absolutely check them out online i'm trying to remember the website it's corporate chaplains dot they can just google if they google get cor- corporate chaplains of america all right yep i, I, I don't know that one memorized for some reason but okay so let's talk about as we're on location in Bartlett, Illinois, talking with Pat Birchie from Matrix Design. They've got a related company as well, Camcraft Incorporated. And we're going to be hearing, so it's nice to hear from an owner and somebody that says, this is what we're really doing. We're really living out our faith. We're really doing a great job. But we've got one of his employees coming in during the next segment. That's gonna, we're going to really find out, is Pat Birchie really doing this? <laughs> so let's talk about how, God, how you've seen God work in the details of the business. You described, before we got on the air, you described how you actually were able to buy Matrix Design. And that seemed like there was God in that story. And you can go there or go somewhere else. But how have you seen God get involved in the intimate details of your day-to-day here at Matrix? You know, just in purchasing the business, you have to hold things loosely and really trust the Lord. Because sometimes God doesn't say exactly, hey, this is what you should do. I think he gives you options. You could buy it or you don't have to buy it. But, but you're trying to seek it out. And I think what I really tried to have open hands with this whole thing, because we could have forced it to happen. We could have done things to just, you know, make sure that it came to being. And you just kept praying about, Lord, is this really what you want us to do? And just... And this was over a period of time because you said you made the first swing at these guys in 09? I think it was 08. 08? Yeah, yeah. And then came back in, uh, in, in 2013. That's yes. a lot of waiting. A lot of people would get really impatient in five years. Yeah. He's yeah. an engineer, though. Well, I understand. <laughs> but still, it's as a Christ follower, you're right? trying to figure out, okay, God, what do you want us to do? Well, How did you know it was a no I, I actually, and 08? I actually went and did something else, but we won't get into that. But I came when I came back to the business, it was evident that we wanted to buy something else. Hmm. And this was this was a good opportunity. So the owners were interested in selling, and it just came came to fruition. I think when you look at the details of, of what God is doing, I, I've started to write down or highlight in my emails, you know, when I get a great email, 
and, and, and just highlighted a different color, something that can, you, you can do. And you start to realize after a while, I didn't have anything to do with that, but that was really awesome. And this next email, I didn't have anything to do with it. That was really awesome. And you start to compile the story of things that only God could put together. Only God could have made these things happen, have these conversations happen, have, you know, uh, the, the owners in that case have conversations offline that were really in my favor that couldn't have been any better for what we were trying to accomplish uh, and things like that. And even in, even today, as we pray about things, that just knowing that you know it's God's business, and if it's if it's going down, in, in in some cases, hey, that's what the Lord wants you to go through. If it's going up, then that's great too. If you've got people that have health issues, it certainly affects the cost of the company. We're self-insured, but hey, God's going to provide the money for that. We've got to love on them. We got to take care because it could be me. It could be any 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 one of us having having major health issues and stuff. So. You just realize it, it, it. You think, "Hey, I'm president. I'm running the business." And how little you really do control. Mm. You know, it's just really you've got to be patient to wait on the Lord and trust. And what I like, and I and I, I think God enjoys and appreciates when we praise Him for the little things and the, the things that we notice that are really, really small. Uh, but yet, that was that was a God thing, and we praise Him for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love that. All right, we're right here on location. That we're surrounded by farm fields, but we're in an industrial park in Bartlett, Illinois. The last time we were in Bartlett, Illinois, was probably 1995 because my parents lived in this area. It has grown significantly since we're here, and we're here because of a referral from Bill Peel from Laterno Center for Faith and Work. He said, "Jim, you have got to talk to Pat Birchie. You've got to interview him. He's got an incredible story." And then Pat, when we got here in, in Chicago, everybody's going, well, are you going to meet Pat Burchie? What about Pat Burchie? Have you talked to Pat Burchie yet? Uh, the C12 guy said, well, you know, Pat Burchie, we really like to have him as a C12 member. We, and, and we're talking with Bob Lambert from Faith, Faith Marketplace, mm-hmm. Faith in the Marketplace, the radio show. He goes, well, are you going to meet Pat Burchie? And everybody knows Pat Burchie. So you've got this reputation, which puts a lot of pressure on your shoulders. How do you feel about that, Pat Burchie? That's the first I've heard about it. So that's probably, <laughs> probably good. <laughs> Talk to me about, you've got somebody that you wanted to join us here on the air. Talk to us, introduce her, and, and why you wanted her to be part of the show today. Well, Yvette joined CamCraft about 30 years ago, and just a, a, a neat story about how God worked in her life and her husband's life. Her, her husband, uh, Wilfredo, was working in the business as well, and just how God got a hold of their hearts and their their, their son's hearts and just what that what that looks like today it's just a just a neat story of you know our faithfulness to try to do things uh, that would honor God included a Bible study having a weekly Bible study at, at camcraft and uh, you know just inviting people to come to that you don't know why they're there or what what they're going to get out of it but it was important that we did that and be faithful to it and uh, Yvette participated in that so all right Yvette Franco welcome to I work for him Thank you. So you started with CamCraft 30 years ago, so you were there before Pat Birchie was there. Yeah, actually, the summer that I started, um, Pat and Melanie, his wife, were interns. They were working on the, you know, during the summer, so before they were married, and uh, yeah. That's so you've we got met. more. You've got more tenure than the boss. That's that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah. She knows so, a lot more than I so do. So talk too. to us. So 30 years. Talk to us about how. Camcraft and now Matrix Design has influenced you and your and your faith in Christ. Well, like uh, Pat mentioned, um, Camcraft. Uh, when I started at Camcraft, uh, they were holding you know Bible studies, and uh, um, I would attend the Bible studies. Now, uh, it took me many years of attending those uh, to come. To faith uh, was that in, mandatory? In Did you have to go to the Bible no, study? No, no, absolutely, it was optional. Uh, but there were many other things that they were doing. 
to display the fact that they care for their employees and that they in, they were very very intentional uh, about that. Uh, so that spoke a great deal. Um, so while attending the Bible study, I um, it, it took like ten years to to come to the Lord. So you were um, stubborn. Yes, I was, <laughs> like many of us. Uh, but I could actually see God's hand, right, on, mm-hmm. on every single um, time in my life. Praise be to him. And um, it, later on, it took my husband another seven years to come to the Lord, although he also participated on the Bible studies. And uh, um, I have two sons, Will and Rick, um, both Will and I, end up getting baptized the same day, mm. which was a great joy, and uh, and Ricardo as well later on with my husband. So we have been very thankful. Today, my son, Will Franco, is a pastor at Whitten Bible Church. Um, Wonderful. After attending uh, um, Northern Illinois University for a few years, he came home and said that he felt that the Lord was calling him uh, to be a pastor, and, um, and he has blessed his path greatly. So if not for work, you might not be a Christ follower. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So when Will, many times he has to be share the, the testimony, um, the, the, the Birchies always make sure that they, that they um, get reminded that it was Mrs. Birchie, Mr. Mm-hmm. Birchie's wife, who started attending a uh, Bible study of, you know, with some ladies, and she was the first one to come to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So he always liked to start from there, that just a mom at home taking care of small children attended a Bible study, and she became, come to the Lord. And through that, we can see how many, how many lives have been touched and blessed by that faithful, you know, path. So I'm just curious, because you were faithful to the study, and then God pricked your heart at some point in time, and then the rest of your family eventually. Do you see that happening with other employees as they attend the Bible studies? And um, what have you, you can experience that with them. You understand I, that? I have. Mm. I have. I, um, I could mention somebody specifically at Camp Greg Carrico. And I remember even he will come to the Bible study, and, and I remember doing a trip with him. Uh, we were going to a show downtown, and there, was, there were like seven or eight of us in the bus, and mm-hmm. we were the only one attending the Bible study. And he was, he did, that was all he did. He wouldn't come to church. And I was able to share more and invite him that Sunday to, to come, and, and he ended up coming to the church. And today he is just, uh, you know, a very faithful believer and and his family as well i was in a retreat not long ago and his wife was there with him Mm -hmm. and his children were there with him so yes i had seen that play in many areas Mm -hmm. and and also with my extended family all my siblings have come to faith Uh, fantastic! absolutely brother-in-law sisters-in-law um my mom my parents more recently my mother-in-law it has been Wow. It's been a blessing. Wow. Pat, how, that that's humbling, I know, but it's cool as well. It is. I mean, talk to talk to about how that makes you feel knowing that just you and your family having that kind of impact on employees that are now friends and brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, I, I think it's it's encouraging in the sense that you do the things you, you God's laid on your heart that you know you need to do and just doing that doing that faithfully. I, we've got friends that have been uh, missionaries in, in Spain for a number of years, and they don't really have a lot of fruit. 
So it's really not up to us at all on that side of it. Mm-hmm. It's great to see. There's no question. Right. But I do recognize the fact that what God has called us to do, what's within our control, is 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 what we can do. And just praise him for, for the rest of it. <laughs> I would love to say that we would continue to be just as faithful if we hadn't seen any fruit. But we've seen we've been blessed to see a lot. Yvette, talk about... So when you started at CamCraft... Were you in IT then? or what? Yeah, I used to be called data processing. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. You mean you were using punch cards? <laughs> well, not that, f- not not that far n- back? Okay. Yes, not right. that far back. But yeah, we do have, we had a, a mainframe that took half of the room and nine terminals, and I did all the data entry for the whole company, um, which taught me a great deal about the business. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so 30 years later, you're now the director of IT for Matrix Design. Do you still influence the IT over at CamCraft as well? Uh, no, once in a while I get a call, but uh, it was t- I was there for 28 years. You've, you've seen a lot of changes in IT in the last 30 years. Oh, yes, I have, <laughs> and I'm sure I continually will, we will see that. It's amazing. So talk about your work here, at, now that you're at Matrix, do you guys have Bible studies going on here at Matrix on a, on a weekly basis? We do. So you have at both locations. All right. What? Well, you, you don't have a lot of years where you haven't worked for the Birchies. So, I mean, did you ever have a job before working at, at CamCraft where you saw what it was like to work in a non-Christ-centered environment? I did. I worked for four years at a company that it was, um, it was very different. It was very different. I remember th- when I left uh, uh, th- that company, I remember thinking, I'm sure that they, the owner doesn't even know my name. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, it was a very different environment. There was a lot of, um, yeah. It, you it just weren't very treated different. very well is what you're saying. Well, you know, I was treated. It was just an environment where there was a lot of things. Uh, people will go out after work. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, it, it was very different. Yeah. It was very different. You know, I think that it's it's interesting, and I, I'm curious because you said you have a couple of kids. Um, would If they were looking, I don't know if they worked as high schoolers or during college or whatever, but, you know, the contrast between your work experience and what our kids see in the world if they, you know, get a fast food job or something like that. And how were you able to speak to them if, if there was ever tension in their work or whatever to encourage them that they could be a light in their workplace? You know, what it did for me, I realized, um, it, it helped me realize how blessed I was, right? Okay. That mm-hmm. we worked on that type of environment. Uh, even today, we have a small group and we come every week. And the challenges that some of those people have because of where they work mm-hmm. is things that I really can relate to. Uh, so we are very blessed um, about that. With um, with with our children, we just taught them to, you know, to work hard and to be, you know, men of integrity. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that in that way, they brings, you know, brings glory to the Lord. Mm-hmm. As the director of IT, how many people do you have reporting to you here at Matrix Design? One. Okay, one. So you have a huge team. <laughs> how do, so, but your service, I mean, you're, you're serving... A company that's impacting people all over the all over the world. Do you interact with your customers that buy your stuff? I mean, what is your role? It, do you interact with customers, or is it just here with the staff and you know? Obviously, we with with our external customers indirectly, right? Because all the services that we provide, you know, affect our customers uh, or benefit our customers. And um, but internally, the whole company, 
mm-hmm. they are our customers, right. and we have to serve them. Um, so that is that is a big demand, and um, but it's, it's part of the you know of what comes with the role in IT, especially a matrix. Matrix is a very uh, is, is is a technical technical company. Right. There's a lot of technology. We have a whole team of people that are on the road. Uh, we have the the, the the demand and the needs here at Matrix are very different than the ones at Camcraft. Camcraft most employees are internally, um, and uh, so it's, it's it's a very different environment, and you have to make sure that you serve them well. How do you see your faith playing out on a day to day basis as director of IT here at, at Matrix Design? You know, I uh, I it, it's 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 not easy uh, because. You know, we start every morning asking the Lord to give us, you know, to praying. And I say, God, let me behave in a way that brings glory to you. And I got to tell you, got to confess that I end up every night asking the Lord for forgiveness because <laughs> I'm sure that I didn't, you know, that I fail because we fail daily, right? If we are honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hope that I do. I pray that I do. Um and um, in one area that I get, um, you know, especially when you serve the whole company, um, you, it's hard to please people, right? And there are many things. They come every day. They turn on the computer. Things work. Um, and they, they take for granted that there is a lot of things that happen on the background yes. for that to be reliable. And wow, what a story. If you just tuning in right now, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the whole podcast or the whole archive to hear Yvette's story and how her faith is directly related to seeing faith lived out right here at Camcraft and in Matrix Design. Yvette, I wanted to, you to finish. You get to, Your customers are internal for the most part. That's right. And you've got ED, I think, is, is what Pat said. And everything you guys do is heavily automated. Technology everywhere. And for the most part, we as users, we just like our stuff to work. So on those days, do you have days where it's tough to service your customers because they're impatient with you? Well, it, 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 that comes with a job that um, I'm not, you know, it's just it, sometimes when, when you are working with teams and uh, and the challenges that that comes, that I, I manage a lot of projects where I, I am working with a team of people that uh, they are not working for me. I mean, they don't report to me. So it's, it's important that we keep them engaged and that and that we see the project, you know, implemented and implemented successfully and uh and and a lot of times when when we are working with teams and and they may be challenges or people don't behave pat is quick to remind me that no everyone is a believer right Mm -hmm. He, he does that quite often and i appreciate that uh but that ultimately we are accountable to the lord and he knows our heart and he knows what we are bringing in and he knows if we are faithful and we are working hard and and we got to get reminded of that quite often that um that is 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 prob- because i have so many customers it's not possible to please everyone uh but i am ultimately accountable to him mm-hmm. now you said you've got a you've got a team of two you and and one person that reports to you how if we had had the person that reports to you if we had them here uh, interviewing them how would they say Yvette franco lives out her faith what would they say about your faith you know i have had the privilege of uh, witnessing and um, sharing my faith with Roger, um, and 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 in and when when you have a person that works directly for you, you have to be careful there, right? You want to make sure that you don't f- make them feel that they must come 
and, and believe what you believe in order for them to be successful. Um, he, had, uh, he, he attends the Bible study. Uh, even a couple of weeks ago, he said that uh, he has come to church. He has visited our church. And um, he has said that almost every Sunday he gets up planning to come to church. And he, and, and he doesn't. And that he's struggling with that. And, and I was able to share that with him, you know, to, to encourage him that that happens. That there are a lot of things that come our way. But it will come a day that that will be a priority to him. And then that he will, may, I will I'm sure that he will come. And um, so we, we pray for him as a family um, and for his family daily. But we also pray for all the employees here as mm-hmm. well. Right. And um, so, yeah, I had seen great changes on him and he had seen him himself mm-hmm. and um it has been a very special for me mm-hmm. to see that very cool thank you and i just want to encourage people because um you said that you pray for the people that are here and i think that's so important we talk about that a lot but i i think a lot encouraging people to to really step back and say have i ever really prayed for the people like spend so much of my day with and yet am I bringing them to the Lord and asking you know for specific things that are going on in their lives or whatever so I just want to encourage our listeners Jim to to take a moment they could even go to our website I work for him and look at the I work for him nation and that is just a, a challenge to agree to pray for your coworkers and employees by name and to care for them and share Christ with them, to work with excellence, and then to um, disciple. Because that's really the, the path that God wants us on in all areas of our life. But we so many times leave that out of our workplace. You know, and I start the morning doing a devotional, and it's, it's really neat to see how almost daily I end up using what I learn mm-hmm. and what the Lord had put on, you know, share with me in the morning. Um, I end up using it during the day, mm. either to remind myself yes. or to even share and encourage someone. Awesome. We're on location today in Bartlett, Illinois, talking with Pat Birchie, president of Matrix Design, and Yvette Franco. She is the IT direct, director of IT here at Matrix. Uh, Yvette has been here longer than the boss, 30 years. She started <laughs> CamCraft, a family-related company. Pat, as you... Look at all of this, and and I always ask every executive this question. So you you got a big domain here. You got a, you got a big company. You got eighty employees. It's a it's an IT based company. So you're, there's always people. Your IT people probably like to work nights because most people don't. Most IT people don't like to work days. <laughs> so how do you protect your marriage? How have you kept your marriage strong through all of this? Because there's always that temptation to just work all the time. There is, there is that temptation. It's been, it's been something I probably have struggled with my whole work career. But, uh, you know, my wife, Melanie, uh, we've been blessed, married 29 years. Uh, she's my best friend. You know, one of the things we learned in Growing Kids God's Way year, years mm-hmm. ago was uh, couch time. And the, uh, after dinner, having family dinners was, was huge. And then after dinner, being able to spend some time just kind of debriefing on the day. And she's been with me the whole the whole time, just ev- talking about everything that was going on and so on and so forth. And there's obviously protections that you do of various things of, you know, not going out to, to lunch alone with a, with another lady or, you know, in, in, in meetings and things like that. And I, God's really protected me around a lot of that stuff. But, but by and large, we just have been blessed with a great marriage, great friendship. Hmm. That's fantastic. I, I love that. All right. I know you've got a lot of cool stuff going on, and we can't cover it all in an hour, but there's a couple of things you said you really want to make sure you talk about. Talk to me about Crossroad Kids. What's that all about? So years ago, I think it's 20 years ago, just celebrated 20-year anniversary, my father uh, 
started a ministry called Crossroads Kids Club, and the director, Matt Armstrong, it's based here in uh, in Elgin, uh, St. Charles area. And what it is is an after-school program where they are able to go into public schools and have they partner with churches. So the church will provide the staff where Crossroads provides all the training and all the, the uh, activities and, uh, and pays for the event of the, the, the club. But they go in during the school year once a week and then just minister and love on those kids, sharing the gospel, getting them to, uh, to understand uh, what Christ is all about, what the Bible is all about. And it is just in an absolutely secular setting. And it has grown really nicely, but it's it's about a thousand kids per week are in a a you know a, a program that's hearing about the Lord on a weekly basis, wow. and that's that's just not you don't see a lot of that. Going mm-hmm. on and that's today. something that Matrix Design and Camcraft helps support. We do, we do, yeah. Okay. We do ten percent of our our profits are going to our foundation, and out of our foundation, we're paying for you know a variety of ministries like that, and that's one of the main ministries that we support. I love that. Talk to me about, let's get practical here for a second. So you're involved in manufacturing, you're involved in engineering design. You got robots out there. You've shown us your robots. How does your faith play out in your day-to-day interactions with customers, with vendors, with employees? Just give me some quick examples because people listening like, okay, manufacturing, engineering, design. He's got 80 employees here. He's got 250 employees over campcraft. What does this look like? You know, it, it's hard to point to various things because it's a part of your DNA, right? I mean, it just is the, walking with the Spirit and just trying to respond to situations that come up. It could be a simple conversation that you're having with somebody. It could be in handling a situation. How are you going to, uh, you know, hire a person uh, and, and how are you going to process that? How are you going to handle their compensation? How are you going to uh, negotiate that specific issue? In our business, there can be a lot of gray in terms of who, Who's responsible to do what? And I, I want to be on the other side of that, thinking, hey, if I were in their shoes, how, how should my supplier handle that? And, and, and I can think of a number of examples like that where you could get into arguments and spend all that energy about who did what or who didn't do what, and it just isn't fruitful. The, 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 the thing that has continually won us new business and won us good relationships is the fact that we, we, if it's a mutually beneficial relationship, both of you see it from, from each other's eyes, you can basically work through any situation. And when you own up to failures or things that you've done wrong, they responded to well. You know, to be able to say, hey, we blew it. You know, we're not going to be able to deliver that on Friday. It's going to take us another week or two weeks or something like that. And just being able to own it and and talk to them about it, that goes a long way to building that trust, having that integrity and understanding that when they do business with us, they're they're going to get, you know, what they get and, 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 and trust that it's what they want. You've got some monstrous customers. Have they ever commented about dealing with you is different than dealing with somebody else that, that, that's a supplier for them? They have. Uh, uh, Chrysler has said, uh, FCA has said on a number of occasions just how it's different working with the Matrix team because we really do have that mindset of helping them and figuring it out, not drawing a line in the sand saying, hey, that's not our job. Hmm. It's, hey, how do we solve this problem together? What can we do to, to help has been, a, has been a big part of it. But just having an attitude of servanthood goes a long way. Hmm. I love that. We're out of time, but I am just so grateful. You wanted to say really quick something about the New Canaan Society, your dad being involved in that. It's just, you know, that, that thought about, as my dad was a part of uh, uh, NC, uh, CBMC and a, and a small business group, anytime men can get together and talk about whatever God's placed in their hearts and just challenge and encourage each other, New Canaan Society was another another opportunity that he had to, to form a group here in Chicago. And that's grown nicely. It's about 80 mm-hmm. guys that show up on a weekly basis to do that. So I encourage your listeners to, if you're not in a men's group, get in a men's group. 
Pat Birchie, Yvette Franco, thank you so much for being an I Work for him. Thanks for sharing a little bit of your story. Sorry we're out of time, but thank you for being thank on you. here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. It was great to have you. You've been listening to I Work for him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.